Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about letting fear be your teacher. And what I'm talking about here is a little bit more specific, not just fear itself, but the external fears that we have to deal with. The things in our environment, in our lives, outside of our own mind and thoughts, the external things that are giving us angst, those things that are causing us to feel anxious and get revved up, such as public speaking, such as going to a larger group that you maybe didn't want to be in front of. Maybe it's getting on a plane. It could be driving. It could be just going to the grocery store. Now, I say just going to the grocery store, but I know that that is not a small thing for a lot of people. And I had those times too. I had times where I felt like the grocery store was this this deep pit that I wasn't going to be able to get out of. It felt big. It felt frightening. And these outer things, these places and things outside of ourselves are the 
place that we can begin to build our confidence so that we can deal with the inner fears, with the thoughts that keep going around. We're going to build our confidence because we will have taken care of some of our fears. And by the time you get to the inner fears, you may not even have them anymore. Many of them may have melted away by themselves. But I want you to focus on right now for this podcast, focus on the externals. So we're talking again about going to the grocery store. The mall was tough for me. While the grocery store didn't seem, you know, so bad. I mean, it did feel like that big pit that I was not going to be able to get out of but it wasn't as bad as going to the mall. Somehow the mall back in the um, the late 70s uh, was just like this huge ordeal and all of those flashing lights and people and it kind of felt overwhelming to me and I would, what would I do? I would avoid it like the plague. But I don't want you to avoid things. Avoiding things keeps us stuck just that much longer. So let's look at the fear of these events and places, and maybe even people, that we can look at this instead as our teacher rather than something that we want to avoid. So we're going to build more of a positive association with these things and lessen the negative Velcro attachment that we seem to have with it. So let's look at a couple of things that we can do. And we want to look at these three points that I have for you. We want to do it all with kindness, self-kindness, non-judgment, and with a curious mind. Okay. So we want to use self-kindness. We want to use non-judgment and a curious mind. This is all an experiment. You can't do it wrong. You're just trying out some new behaviors and new ways of dealing with the external world. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, let's get on to these tips um, that I have here or steps in order to look at your fear differently, letting your fear be your teacher. The first one is to take small steps. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves. And this is something that happens often with anxiety when we're trying to face our fears. We go too far or we go when we are exhausted or we push ourselves too long. So you want to be cognizant of how you are feeling, what kind of a state of mind you're in, and you may be just want to take some small steps going forward. Start slow and small. And by slow, I mean actually check in with yourself. See where you're at. Where's your breathing? Is it fast and shallow? Is there, Are you pumping yourself up to be running from a tiger? Or are you able to relax your shoulder muscles, your facial muscles, and actually be able to slow your breathing down just a bit? And this is where you want to put yourself in a place where you can be with or observe your fear on a small scale. So if we were to use the example of the fear of flying, because this is a very common one for people who are not even uh, labeling themselves as being anxious, they have a fear of flying. So it's a common example to use. And a small step would be to simply be at the airport, be there. 
Maybe it's a time when you are not doing something like picking somebody up from the airport or sending somebody off. Those are usually stressful times. And like I said earlier, you want to be in a more comfortable state of mind. You want to be going a little slower so you can take this in small bites. And trying to get somebody to the airport on time to catch a flight is usually not stress-free. So find a good time when you just have some time and go to the airport, be at the airport and watch what's going on there. You can be at a distance and see the planes taking off and landing. You can get used to being close to the airport, but not so involved that you are beginning to feel anxious. And if you do get triggered, if you do start feeling like you might uh, have if you were going on a trip and needing to get on the plane, just back off for the next practice session and then come to the airport and just hang out at the parking lot, hang out. Be there and just be conscious of who you are and what you're doing. You're simply at the airport. We're taking it in those small steps that don't have to go small and that um, minute forever. It's just being somewhere that maybe used to trigger you. Now you go there on purpose to see where you're at. If you're going to the airport to go on a trip, you're not always paying attention to your breathing, your state of body, uh, you know, the relaxation of your muscles, the speed at which you're moving. There's too much to do. So you're not in that flow. But when you go purposefully and in a relaxed state of mind, an experimenting state of mind, a curious state of mind. You can begin to just look at this airport, this flying ordeal as just one step at a time. And you can begin to feel yourself in the environment, but in a more relaxed state. The second tip would be, or the second step would be to expand your horizon by trying the next step by going further, a lit, going a little bit deeper and doing the next step over and over again until it almost seems silly or boring, right? So you want to let your mind and body feel the lack of danger. It's, it's so routine eventually that it couldn't be dangerous. We've done it over and over again. And in This way, you can just begin to expand these steps a little bit further and continue to add on just that little bit more and let the ease and the comfortable feeling that you have with it be enjoyed. Give yourself a smile, a pat on the back. Give yourself an extra hour off this week uh, just because you did something out of the ordinary and that you were actually doing it so that you can see that these things that normally trigger you don't have to trigger you if you can look at them and be with them in a conscious state of mind. Normally, when we're doing these things, we're so wrapped up in our thoughts and our spinning and our pressured life that we are not giving ourselves the space to actually feel it as something we don't have to be afraid of. We just 
It's knee-jerk reaction, and there we go into the same old, same old reaction. We don't have to do that, but we have to carve out some time and do it in these small, almost humorous steps. They seem so tiny that it feels like it couldn't even make a difference, but it does because you're going in there consciously. The third one is to put on the other side of the thing you fear. Let's go back to the flying again. Put something on the other side of that trip. So it might be taking a short flight just to get yourself. You've moved through the parking lot. You've moved through hanging around inside the airport itself. And then you're going to finally get yourself to take a short trip a short flight. And so where are you going? Make it someplace that you want to be. Maybe you put your sister that is so dear to your heart that you haven't seen in ages because she is just that little short flight away, but it's too much time for you to drive. And it is too much fear for you to fly. So Now that you've worked yourself to actually getting on the plane, you want to be able to see her on the other side of this flight. So you're putting something on the other side of our fear that we really are looking forward to. And in that way, we're being pulled toward something that we love and we can um, be willing to take that next step and release our fear and let go. But maybe you couldn't do it just right off the bat. But by practicing beforehand and getting so used to the commonness of being at the airport and the common feeling of the rote of of parking in that parking lot and consciously being aware of how relaxed and calm you are, that you can finally do it. And it might be exciting. So look at it as being exciting because you're being pulled towards something that you love and you're willing to take this next step in releasing your fear. Be willing to take the time and have the patience with yourself to let the tiny steps take you there. One small step after another will take you much further than no steps at all. So this is facing our fear, maybe not in one fell swoop, but we're facing it little bites at a time. What's that old saying? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So really be kind to yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back for every step forward that you took. We must be willing to let go of the perfection of getting something done right away or um, completely and move forward at the pace that our oversensitized nervous system will allow us. Let it be messy. Let it be imperfect. You're human. Welcome to the club. I hope that this has been helpful for you, and I hope that you will let me know if you are taking these steps. Send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. Without darkness, nothing comes to birth. As without light, nothing flowers. And that's from Mary Sarton. 
I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.